Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Jake, uh, thank you uh, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, exciting times. I've been looking forward to this chat for many years. It's finally here. Self-reliance. I watched it last night, but I don't really know where to start with this movie. Action, comedy, getting chased by assassins, getting teeth knocked out. I don't want to give out too much. I, I don't want to give out too much away, but I loved it, my friend. Thanks, man. Uh, what, are you, what are you hoping for when the viewers tune in to watch this? What are you hoping to get out of this film? Honestly, I'm hoping people get the enthusiasm that you just showed. Uh, I wanted to put a lot into it. I, I wanted it to be comedy. I wanted it to be lightness. I wanted there to be romance, action, uh, mystery, fun. I, I want my main hope was that people, when they watch it, aren't checking their phone too much. Uh, I like pacing. I like a manic pace. I didn't want things to feel slow. Mm. Uh, I wanted to try to keep up with social media and how fast everything is kind of going. And I wanted you to go on the journey and not know what was happening. And when it ends, feel like you're glad you gave me 90 minutes of your time. As a two-part question, uh, any pressure going into this as a writer, director, and starting in this? And then how did you come up with the idea for this film? Yeah, I mean, I'll say I think with everything we do, there's always pressure because, uh, or at least there's always pressure for me because I care. And I care how people are going to take to it. And I don't want to let down uh, people who have followed me in my career and who care mm -hmm. because I, I didn't start working until my late 20s. So I've done so much where I've been on stages and nobody came and I was in projects that nobody paid attention to. And so the fact that New Girl happened and audiences have been following with, I don't want to let them down. Mm -hmm. And so I know how different it, this business is to perform for nobody. And so the pressure is always to try to keep expanding and do things that excite me that still resonate with the with the fans. How did this story come about for you to write this? The original idea came from a Japanese reality show where they took a contestant and they put him inside an apartment with no clothes and no food. And the only way he could eat uh. and dress was winning uh, uh, from coupons or winning uh, um, uh, rewards from like uh, radio shows that Colin shows yeah. and the harder it got for him and the more he struggled, the funny it was, the funnier yeah. it was for the audience. And I thought what a wild premise. And so I started kind of obsessing about Japanese reality shows and where reality shows could go. And then like shows like survivor hit, which yeah. I found really trippy. And then shows like the challenge on MTV, which was a really big show for me. Uh, and so shows that were pushing people to go further and further uh, started getting exciting shows like Alone, Naked and Afraid. Mm. And so then I wanted to make a movie about a character who is on a show as heightened as it could be, but I wanted it to be comedic. And so I thought, what if nobody believed he was playing? Mm. How did how did you uh, connect with Tommy? What did you love about him? Uh, I love that. Um, um, what do I love about Tommy? I love that Tommy believes in himself. And I love that no matter, it's why there's that uh, Emerson quote at the beginning of the movie, even when everybody's telling him he's wrong, he yeah. doesn't care. And I think there's really something about trusting your instincts and having conviction in your own truth. And uh, it's something I liked about the character and something that was unwavering in terms of writing and performing it. It could never really get to the moment where 
while Tommy's experiencing it, he's also questioning too much. He always had to have faith in his own internal clock and his own instincts. How was the idea, like bringing in some of these celebrities to join to be part of this, even if it was just for a few minutes? Yeah, or you bring, or even bringing up their name. Yeah, I mean, uh, Samberg coming on board, I think, really set the table with tone. He's naturally so funny, uh, and how he plays it really kind of sets the audience just right. Uh, I think Anna Kendrick is uh, such a talent. Uh, and not only that, she's also a director. So having her on board was really helpful to me. Natalie Morales was the same way. She's really talented and a director. Eduardo Franco, uh, I didn't realize how much joy he brings to audiences when he's on screen. Uh, Chris Lloyd, uh, being able to do a scene with Chris Lloyd is an honor I'll take with me for the rest of my career. Uh, A guy like Biff Whiff, uh, his performance as James, I think uh, is as good of a performance as I've ever seen and been around. And so I just kind of felt like everybody kind of came in. Uh, Gata's performance was unbelievable. You know, everybody in the family, it's just the, it's honestly, it's hard to list everybody because there was just so much goodness from, in my opinion. Do you have a favorite Tommy coat? I'll tell you mine. Mine was I'll kill Andy Sandberg. <laughs> <laughs> you skipped saying it over and over throughout the movie. I was like dying. I was like, this gotta be one of the best quotes. <laughs> i'll take that quote too i like it too <laughs> uh, i don't want to give all too much away and everything but do you have like a favorite scene that sticks out with this movie you know honestly there's too many uh i have moments like i have moments that i remember i loved doing the intervention i think the family is so funny uh and i think biff whiff is so great so that, that was a lot of fun um you know i loved doing um honestly everything with andy anytime annis and kendrick's on set i'm happy um chris lloyd i mean honestly all of them there there wasn't a scene that i wasn't uh excited to be part of was there a scene that was left out of the movie that maybe we'll see it someday that's a good question uh i honestly can't remember at the moment i know the original draft of this when i first started was about 200 pages so there was a ton of stuff cut out to get to this stage but i'm a big believer in drafts and grinding so, so much has been shaved and changed. So I'm sure a lot got cut in the editing floor that I'm not remembering now, but we actually added a lot. After we premiered at South by Southwest and sold, we did additional photography. We added scenes, we recut. So I like how projects change. I like creativity being fluid. I like things being alive until they're not. And so this one just kept changing. Last question, the ending, the knock on the door, screen goes black sequel or what do you have any ideas for another uh continuation of the story nope that's it the rest that's is up it? to you it's your imagination uh... now. <laughs> what's the Come pitch on. you tell me i don't Give know me the pitch. I'll, I'll think of something <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh jake uh this was great uh thank you uh for giving me a few minutes today and hopefully i'll see you again in the future yeah man i appreciate you buddy thank you That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.